podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Good morrow, noble steeds, how are you? Welcome to episode 13, oh, unlucky for some. Hope you're well. Well, I tell you, I think the bloody weather is... Harriet, are you really going to? That's what people always talk about when they don't know what they're going to talk about. They just go to the weather. Well, I just happened to look at the weather. It doesn't mean anything. All I was just saying is, does the weather still going that... Oh, shush, please. They're always going to say was that the weather's been lovely and now it's raining and I think... Well, I don't know. I think the impending feelings of doom also have something to do with it. But when the weather's shit, it really does... really does get you down. Like, oh, I've just had a... Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to... I just can't fucking motivate myself. I'm try, trying so... But, Harriet, it's, you know this. You can't help. You're fucking sweeping you down. You're sweeping yourself down in a spiral because your brain just doesn't let you do stuff and then it, you eat yourself up about it. Yeah, but I just feel like there's what, there must be one way of making... So that's, I think, even though it's, like, well annoying and awful when, when you say you've got mental health problems, people are just like, I'll get on with it. But I think a lot of people with mental health problems, their brains do have an element of that in them. I know I do. I'm, like, hard on myself because I can't do stuff, but I know I can't do it, but I've just... Because it's, like, maybe because otherwise you just feel like you're giving up, but then... I think sometimes you just need to stop until you feel better. And I'm like, I don't know, I've had a fucking week of it, I'll tell you this. I think because I've done so much travelling this week, I've been everywhere. I've rarely done a gig that didn't involve a six fucking hour journey. Bizarre. And I'm talking on the way six hours, not even around a trip, motherfuckers. Oh, so then, when was it? Friday, went to Lanelli. Jesus, that is far, you know. Friday, Friday afternoon as well. Traffic ended up two hours in Liverpool, and was trying to get to South Wales. Fucking two hours in Liverpool. Who wants to do that? <laughs> Harriet, fucking ain't Liverpool. Harriet, you can't say that. I know. All right, I'm gonna edit that. You're not though, are you? Because you're a little fucker and you want to stir. I don't know. Just Liverpool's not my favourite place. But I'm open-minded. If someone said to me, Aria, I will show you around Liverpool and I will show you around Liverpool folk and I will show you what lovely folk and a lovely place we are, I'd go, okay, I may have been... In fact, tell a lie. There's a new gig in Liverpool that's that's fucking wicked. And then I imagine that people from Liverpool were at that gig because the audience, it was like an audience I haven't witnessed in a comedy club for a long time. Like, it, they were electric. Like, yeah, it was mad how great they were. So, do you know what? I will abort that last statement. I don't know if abort is the right word to use in that. Oh, shut up, Harriet. Stop being such a killjoy. Why don't you abort your killjoyness? What are you even on about? So yeah, so I was on my way to this gig in Wales, and I tell you, on the way there, I had an absolute meltdown. I don't know whether it was the windy roads, whether I was hungry, or or what, it, or I don't know. But the chances of this that the the other comedian that I was in the car with used to be a mental health nurse, praise the dog. So I was like, pull over. I'm not doing the gig. 
I'm not joking, let me out, I'm getting the train. She's like, Harriet, we're so far away from home now, it's going to cost you so much on the train. I don't care, I'm giving up comedy, I don't give a fuck, I'm turning my phone off, I'll never speak to these cunts again. <laughs> Come on now. And I was adamant, and I think she knew I was adamant, and I was bloody adamant. And then, I mean, the poor girl, her bloody cards fused, so, cards, what's the, what am I trying to say? So couldn't, she couldn't charge her phone, so we're on the country roads going to Wales, and our batteries are dying, I'm having a fucking meltdown. The poor girl, she owns a pub now, so she's, like, leaving the pub for, like, one of the few times that she has on a, on a Friday, so she's worried about that. And then she's got me having a bloody meltdown, and then the batteries dying so then we popped off at this just like proper like local shop and um two these two old ladies one lady was so fucking rude didn't want to help at all i think they were a bit like well if you ain't getting anything in our shop we were in need but then this other lady she was great and then i don't know what it was i don't know maybe not wanting to kick off at an old lady so the fact that i have social manners so she's maybe it was a i don't know maybe the other comedian oh she won't care Penella miller maybe she maybe it was all part of the plan she thought if i get her in a shop then she's gonna calm down so as well i wasn't even gonna get out of the car but i needed a wee you see so i got out and then i don't know once we've been in that shop I don't really even speak much, really. And then once I got I got back in the car, I was all right then. It was weird. Then I was fine. The gig was great. The gig was really great, actually. I think because I didn't give a fucking shit in any way, shape or form about it. So I just m- mucked around and had a lovely time, really. Then prior to that, I was in, I was in London and... Oh, fucking right. Get this. Harry, you were so positive last week, I know. But last week, so Wednesday just gone, Wednesday, Keaton, so I paid £10 for a return, so that was £7 one way, £3 the other, for a return from Manchester to London, right? So the gig's in Reading. Reading is a half an hour journey from London Paddington. So I didn't get my ticket for that, because I was like, no, oh, that won't be much, will it? It's an half an hour fucking journey, £46. 46 fucking pound for return from London. I mean, what the fuck is that? How does it, how, does, how have they worked that out? I went to meet Penella in Blackburn to get a lift when we went to Wales. Two hour 14, right? And that was 11 pounds. So where the fuck, I swear people make up these prices out of a fucking tombola. Oh, talk about it, now it's pissing me off. So then, the gig finished early and I was just in London and I just got so anxious. And I did what, uh, I was supposed to be waiting another few hours to get the coach. And then my friend that I usually stay with in London, it was, even though I finished the gig early, by the time I got into London, I just felt, I don't know. I just felt bad to, like, not give someone advance to stay at their house. My friend all loved up with her boy. I just I just don't want to be in an inconvenience, to be honest. And then I just get I get up in, all, in my head all the time that I'm just inconveniencing people. So then, then I was all panicked where I was. And then my boyfriend's ringing me trying to be nice. And now I'm shouting at him. Poor boy. And then, um, but this hotel, I get to the hotel and there's five beds in it. Five beds in the room. So I've gone in, I've gone in the room and then... I've seen all these beds the other sides, and I was like, that must be a mirror. But then I'm like, why can't I, why can't I see myself? So then I've gone up to the middle of the where I thought the mirror was, and I'm like putting my hands through it slowly, like, what's his name, in Ghost, thinking it's a mirror, and it's not. And I'm like, are you fucking joking me? I'm like, am I in a hostel? That's what I thought. I thought, am I in a hostel? Because there was 
two double birds, three single birds. I was like, all these people going to come in. But then if I thought about it logically, it's a Wednesday and it was like gone midnight by this point. So people would have been in there already. Anyway, I've panicked, gone to the manor reception. I was like, hey, what's with all the beds? Are they all my beds? And he was like, just laughing. I was like, well, are they or not? Turns out they were. Too many beds. And then I just spent the rest of the bloody night crying because I felt so bad that I was using up all these beds when there's people that are homeless. So then I thought about going outside and getting some homeless people. But I don't know them. It's really bad, isn't it? And to be honest, this isn't, and I do not say this, like, this is just, it's just unfortunate that I saw this. Like, the only homeless people I'd seen on the way to this as well were absolutely minged off their tits. Is that spice, isn't it? But that's, I'm not, I'm de- don't get me wrong, I'm definitely not saying all homeless people do that. That's just what I'd happen to just see. So, yeah. So, so that was my... And then, when where was that? Then, Saturday... What, fu- what the fuck am I... Where have I been? So then, Saturday, I was actually... The gig that I went to in Balper. That's a place, you know. Balper. Sounds like if you're doing a sicky burp, a Balper. So on the way to the gig there, I went down through a windy path called the Cat and Fiddle, and it's apparently one. It's though well, it is the the deadliest road in Britain. It's called the Cat and the Fiddle. See, why would you call the most dangerous roads in Britain the Cat and the Fiddle? Call it like the Death Menagerie or the 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 Death Flounder. No, the the Scaramouche flutter. No, Harry, you saying a t- too much of a light word. Is it an, an objective or a verb? A verb, I think. A danger sachet. See, sachet. Danger trot. Danger vortex. I don't know. Danger zone. Yeah, so that happened. Then on Sunday, and I'll be honest, I was dreading it. So I just dread the unknown. And so basically I did this thing in Leicester called D-A-N-C-E. It's obviously spells dance, but there's a dot between each of the letters. Oh, it was fucking brilliant. It was so good. So basically there was... Oh, how many were there? I think... Was that four or five? I think there was four... Was it? No, was it three? Three comedians. No, sorry. Four comedians and four dancers. And then we got paired up with a dancer and then then they had to dance to our stand-up and then they said, like, a story or something and then we had to do a dance to that. But the whole thing really was about when an audience, because then there was a show at the end of it, like... Is it possible to change your opinions and views on dance? For example, if it's like a, a like so, it's to merge the audience audiences. So a dancing audience would then start going to comedy, and then vice versa. And I think the the key as well was, or well, the hope was that it wasn't so much of a piece of 
dancers, comedians, it was merged. And, oh, me and this girl, Alice, we had a great old time. That was brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. We got on really with her really well. We went for a walk in the park on our lunch break, but I'd had a dodgy sandwich, and I, she was chatting away, and I was like, fuck, I think I'm going to shit myself in front of this girl that I've never met really before, but I've bonded with her. And, and then it's my own fault as well, because in, in the lunch, I had this smoked salmon bagel in the cafe where where we were doing all this and the salmon you know wasn't right but I didn't want to make a fuss because I was eating my lunch with this girl that I'd got on really well with all day and didn't really know her that well so I just I fucking ate it thinking oh that's not right and then I fucking had the shits didn't I and then and then <laughs> she had to give me some what's it called to like block me up because otherwise I'd probably shit on her head in the show so yeah it was it was eventful and uh, yeah, and I did it with there's this lovely comedian called Eddie Hurst, and that, and you know when, so I hadn't really met him a massive amount of times, but I just knew I'd get on with him. He's just like a lovely, silly fellow, and uh, so yeah, I got a lift with him there and back, and I had a lovely time. The whole thing was such a good experience. When I got there, I was fucking flipping out because we had to, yeah, we had to do these like warm ups that was, and they were dance like. I had to follow the lead and then and then she had to follow the lead of a dancer and then like mirror it and then stop and I kept, I kept pretending that I'd got confused with which order everything was but I hadn't I just kept freezing because I was so uncomfortable with it but but it all depended on what partner you had I was thinking about this afterwards because it just so happens that well Dan who organizes it he nailed it with pairing people up but yeah, I don't think I would have been able... There was just something about... Well, because this girl, in fact, that I got paired up with reminded me of my friend Barbara, who was a dancer. So, gosh, I think she still is a dancer. She said it past tense like she died. I don't think she has. Um, so, I just... Yeah, we just clicked straight away. Because I think as well, they've got to appreciate your comedy that you're that they're going to dance to. Because if I told her my jokes that she was going to dance to and she didn't laugh, then instantly I think you'd feel a bit like, oh, this is going to be a long day. You've got someone that just... But, but quite rightly so, she laughed at my at my stuff. And then, and then we, yeah, we did it more of like... More like we both presented what we were doing rather than it, us and them sort of thing. But it's going to be all, it was all filmed and all that, so I'll, I'll um, let you know when it's all, yeah, it was such a good experience. I hope I get asked to do it again. Yeah. So I'll talk quickly about, oh, so a homeless man, is there only little stories today because I've, I've waffled, which is good that I've waffled because, I don't know, I'm just finding it really hard to, um, my brain was just going, don't fucking do it, stop doing this podcast, but I've just got to make myself do it. I've got to, because I just need to finish something. Yeah, but how will you finish it if it keeps going on forever? Well, I won't. I'll just keep doing it forever then. I'm just sick of quitting. I just quit stuff too much. My, it's my, my brain's like, fucking don't do it. You, you're a loser. Just just, just cover yourself in over in the duvet and forget about it all. So, so anyway, this guy in Manchester got given a fiver and um this homeless guy and he bought flowers with it to put with all the other flowers the manchester bombings instead of food and that isn't that lovely although how do they know that did they give him a fiver and then follow him i don't know maybe they put a tracking device on the fiver yeah no that's that i reckon 
have said so McDonald's workers have said have spoken I don't know why I put this as a good news I think it's because if I tell you this you'll know and then you won't do it although I wouldn't do it anyway I think it's obvious is so people that work at McDonald's have said what you shouldn't get so it's like don't get food after 10 because um no one gives a fuck on the night shifts they don't really wash their hands after they've been toilet because not as many not many people check and it's like all left from like loads earlier but that I'd expect that but that's not good for comedians I never go to fucking McDonald's after after 10 oh, what did I say I always yeah I always do although I had McDonald's the other day in fact, yeah, before that, so I had it in between. When I go London, oh, it's so fast and rushy. Uh, often there's loads of space at McDonald's, so I, it's more about where I can sit by myself rather than... And I, I had these new chilli cheese nachos, and they were all right. I mean, they were all right in terms of junk food. Like, anything fluorescent orange isn't great, do you know what I mean? Anything triangular, probably not natural. I had a cheeseburger, chips... And these flaming chili cheese nachos and a coke, all for under a fiver, and it's delicious. But fuck me, I felt shit after. I felt like felt like my fucking colon had just gone. Do you know what? You're on your own. <laughs> I think I, am I right there? I think I got that right in my head. What a colon is. Anyway, so what they said is never get a fillet or fish. Fillet. Who would do that anyway? I bet it's grey. Like the meat inside. That was like though the uh, where was it Burger King used to do the I don't know whether they still do, but their bean burgers used to be brilliant and they'd always I just you'd always see it just there left all day, but it would still taste alright. It's because all the stuff like that you don't really like on the whole you go McDonald's because you want a dirty burger, isn't it? Not because you want fish. It's just like you know. It's not you're not gonna get a wonderful bean burger in a meaty place, are you? Oh, here's something. This isn't good news. Oh, that means I haven't done three good news. As I thought it was Manchester at first, but it's not. I don't think. You know that uh, one love that Ariana Grande a concert that was like raising money for the victims and and all of that. So everyone that went to the the concert where the bombing was was allowed a ticket, and then like eleven eleven thousand people lied and said they were there. So then people that were there didn't get a ticket and then a lot of these people that said they were there were just fucking selling the tickets selling the tickets are you fucking are you fucking proud of yourself do they not deserve to have it wasn't none of this was about money for you you fucking grubby little cunt anyone is listening to this i mean there's a chance now seeing as i'm on almost twelve thousand listeners if anyone is listening to this though that bloody lied about being at the concert and got a fake ticket to the one love concert fucking unsubscribe and fuck off never darken my doorstep again so i just think what see even nice stuff people just have to ruin it and and i and i just couldn't believe that it it wasn't even a couple of people it was eleven thousand people that all heard the news and instantly thought of their own gain. It's mad. Good news though is I used to run this night in Manchester called Barking Tales, and well, I ran it in Newcastle for a bit as well. And it was basically all the, so it was a comedy night, and all comedians did stand up about mental health. 
and the audience that came was usually people that had mental health problems. It was a great little community, and but I don't have the mental capacity to run a regular gig. But it's back for just a few dates, first and last Wednesday of the month, back in Manchester, the zombie chat. The zombie chat. Zombie... What's the zombie chat? Zombie chat tomorrow and it, it'll be great it'll be really good it's a, it's a special night that everyone always i don't know gets you right in a ticker so i guess to try and break the stigma that still surrounds mental health really but but it's changed a bit it's not so strictly mental health anymore but it still is a real safe space for so many people that have mental health problems and that don't feel comfortable enough to go to well i like I love watching comedy, and I'd probably have second thoughts. So if I go to watch comedy, I can usually because people know who I am not being a dick. But like, so I can like sit in the green room or whatever, but or sit out the back. Whereas, yeah, I wouldn't like to do it if I didn't if I couldn't do that. Anyway, this has been episode thirteen. Thank you. was my podcast my podcast thanks for listening download share tell your pal at the shop don't worry bye happy my podcast my podcast